What happened to you is not of yourself. You didn't do it. But let us walk with you and see if we can help you hope and dream. Well, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, is a time of hopes and dreams. For some people, it's a time of sorrow for what they've lost. We just keep trying to be there and help to make new hopes and dreams or fulfill the ones they had, but stand with them so they're not by themselves. And those are my memories of Christmas. Hello, and welcome to Invading the Darkness, stories from the fight against child sex trafficking, featuring Linda Smith, the founder of Shared Hope International. Join Linda as she shares stories from her 23 years of fighting the battle of domestic minor sex trafficking. Our desire is that each episode of Invading the Darkness will help you understand the importance of fighting child sex trafficking, as well as equip you to join in that fight. In this episode, you will hear beautiful stories of redemption and hope. Learn how Linda brings the hope she has in Jesus Christ into her life of fighting child sex trafficking. This is the time of the year where we at Shared Hope, and me personally, I just make a list and celebrate all of the things that have happened through me during the year. Things that are points of joy, things that are times we've overcome an obstacle, got a new baby, all those things. And I also think about Christmas because anytime we approach something, we approach it from our culture. And for me, no matter what it looked like, in my life as a kid, I loved the Christmas tree, and my mom would make sure I had something. I love Christmas. I love the celebration. And for me personally, this is a celebration of my faith, that I believe that I am valuable. Because I didn't really know that or think it was true with the things happening in my life. And when I found that there was one person, my God, who said, and he isn't really a person. Some of you are going, oops, 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 don't do that. And I know, you know, he's the Trinity. All those things about the religious beliefs. I know there's a lot of beliefs out there. But for me, I took comfort and courage in knowing I had a protector. And that was a big God. Well, all these memories and, and shared hopes memories, I'll start looking and going, wow, Shoba and Pooja. Oh, this is the first Christmas Pooja has with her new baby and her husband, or the second Christmas. And when Shoba got her back as a little girl, it was a while before she was healthy enough for us to be sure that this little girl would be strong. She was severely abused coming to us. But you see, not in the commercial sex industry, she was abused actually by her real father's family, who used her as a servant slave to serve their new little boy that was being honored as the family's child, and she was not considered their child then. But to think about that Christmas, I was just looking on my wall, and I have pictures of Shelva's first Christmas with her mommy. And it is so cute. She's standing right behind her, and, you know, you, you just bring presents for kids, right? Come on. You that love Christmas too, maybe a few grandparents out there and moms and dads. You just have to do Christmas presents. Somehow, you couldn't leave them out. So we brought out the duffel bags, flew in before Christmas. I had left briefly, was going back in, and they were together. 
I opened up the duffel bag. We wrapped their presents. They had to unwrap their presents, and inside were dolls that looked like them. And the first thing Pooja did is looked at the doll. She raised it up in her little arms. She looked in its eyes. She kissed it on the forehead and then put her arms around it and hugged that baby doll. She knew the love of a mother now. She understood what that was. And that was her first Christmas. And it's one of my fondest memories. But along the other side, the duffel bag for little boys, it was a little different, quite a bit different. We brought teddy bears, some cars, some trucks, a few balls, but especially for the littler boys, you know, three, four, five, we bought these teddy bears, brought them to them, with some mixed evaluation. Some of them looked at them like, and what are we supposed to do with these? Grabbed a ball and went out and kicked it. But one little boy, he smiled, and I thought, oh, he likes his teddy bear. This is so cool. He laid it on the table, stretched out its arms and legs. It was one of those that has a little bit of flexibility in the arms and legs so you can make them shape up a little bit to put their arms around your, or their legs and around your arm or something like that. But anyway, it had some structure. He laid it down, spread it out, smiled at me, and my husband was there. He raised it in the air, and he flew it around like an airplane. That's how he saw it. And it had an engine. Little boys will be little boys. Little girls will be little girls. And those are so fond, those memories. These children were not slaves. They weren't in the brothel with their mother. They were safe and secure. And in that village, all of those children went to school, went to private school, learned English, and many went through college, and many are in college or in higher education. Several of them have started their own little businesses. Some are in other countries. But you see, those are fond memories. They feel so good. Around that same time, we had just finished, maybe about a year later. And again, I love the Festival of Lights. It's, it's a lot of different religions that come together in India and Nepal. And all the lights, and it's kind of like Christmas here where we put up a lot of lights, but it's just beautiful, all decorated, and people dance, and it's just, it's awesome. But we were opening up the first woman's home, and oh man, they ran up the stairs, they squealed, and then they spotted their beds. They had their own bed and a place that was safe, that was just theirs, pillow and a blanket, their own bathrooms. Oh yes, for about four girls in each of the in each of the areas of the house. But my goodness, they hadn't had bathrooms. They did what I was thankful for. They were thankful. They were thankful. They weren't entitled. They were thankful, but you would have thought. I had a group of middle school kids or younger. They squealed, they laughed, they danced, and they were delighted that their gift that Christmas was a new home, a safe place. And it took a while for them to settle in to realize that they didn't have to go back, that they could work, become a cosmetologist, they could work and become a uh, tailor, they could make leather jewelry, all of the different 
places that they could work around this new village that was up in the country where they could be safe. They could splash in the little lake. They could play in the runoff. We had lots and lots of wells, and it became very green and beautiful. And that's another really wonderful memory that I got to share with these women and children. Again, people will ask me, what is rescue? Well, the rescue wasn't just finding a way to get them out. That was important. But realizing that they have a self-will, that they want freedom, they want a place for their children. And if you if you give them what they need and really what they want, you can help them figure out what their hopes and dreams are. Because you see, most of them have never had any choices. So how can you hope and dream on something that you could not even imagine? That's a lot of the wonderful stories. And there's some that have been harder. You heard about Lacey and how she had to be moved to the East Coast. But you know, it wasn't very long after that that it was Christmas. And there was the morning of the heart. We'd given the mother a phone that could be kept secure to talk with her at times. But we didn't really know what to do. And then out of the heart of a grandmother and mother, one of the people this worked with Shared Hope the longest, came an idea, and then it became real. She decorated her home for them, and her mother, clear across country, was brought to that home, and Lacey was given time in that home with just them, all decorated up with presents to be with her mom for Christmas. You can't replace what has been taken away, but you can think of what you would want. And so that's really the way that shared hope works. What do you want? What happened to you is not of yourself. You didn't do it. But let us walk with you and see if we can help you hope and dream. Well, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, is a time of hopes and dreams. For some people, it's a time of sorrow for what they've lost. We just keep trying to be there and help to make new hopes and dreams or fulfill the ones they had, but stand with them so they're not by themselves. And those are my memories of Christmas. Thank you for listening to Invading the Darkness, stories from the fight against child sex trafficking. If you would like to learn how you can help put an end to child sex trafficking, please visit sharedhope.org slash take action. New episodes of Invading the Darkness are released every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. If you have enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a five-star rating as well as a written review.